Hey guys, and that means it's time for another new charity. For this month, I am choosing a local Orlando LGBT charity called The Center. The Center does a lot of stuff, like host free events for the LGBT community and provide free STD testing. And that's like free STD testing for anyone. You don't have to prove that you're a part of the LGBT community to get this free testing. <laughs> and um, another thing that they do is called the Angel Force, which is like, it's volunteers that go to LGBT events like Pride, and they dress up as angels, and what they do is act like a barrier to any protest to the event that may be happening, and I think that's just really cool. Like, really cool. And, yeah, I mean, but the center also just, like, provides a safe space in Orlando for any LGBT person needing, like, refuge or just, like, a place to hang out, and I think that's really cool because as a lesbian, I appreciate having an open and accepting place like that so close to home so yeah that's our charity i'm pretty sure we post a link to the charity if you want to check it out and donate but yeah here comes that episode next time when your character dies you can come back as a train technician Welcome back once again to Roll Like a Girl, uh, where we don't know what we're doing ever. That's <laughs> uh, okay, um, this episode we're going to have Theron recap what happened last time. Okay. Uh, in our quest to find Evelios, uh, we entered the safe house that we had found previously. Uh, the door wasn't even locked, and we were kind of greeted by a growling direwolf. Uh, but he is just there protecting Avelios, which is good, because we learned that Avelios is kind of a useless nobleman. Uh, he doesn't even know how to lock doors, uh, and there was some shenanigans with that as the episode went on. But his wolves seem like good protectors, so we aren't worried about that. Um, we told him that we kind of had a plan to save him and we're going to escort him in animal form. Um, and then we went off to finish our to-do list, basically. Um, Lydia and Kishori uh, finished up our project that we gave ourselves for the Red Cross and that involved escorting somebody back to headquarters. And Isabetta went to learn the train schedule and she did technically succeed at that but she got distracted by books on the way so it took her literal hours um, <laughs> and then after we spent a night in the safe house uh we headed out early to catch the morning train and we realized the safe house probably had wards on it because we were immediately attacked by a steel predator that had been hunting the prince but we killed it and that's pretty much where we are perfect sounds great all right. Uh, now we just got to make some stuff up. Going to happen today. Ah, um, Whee! yay! <laughs> so you guys um, head on back towards the train station, um, which is down at the docks. Um, and the trains themselves, again, they go mostly they crisscross the Mediterranean, and they're up on lifts. They're not quite as fast as bullet trains, but they do go significantly faster than a steam train would. Um, and 
Oh, shoot. I am so hungover this morning, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's... Uh, go ahead and let's have somebody just roll me a, a die 20. I don't care. Somebody roll me a die 20. I got it. I got it, boss. Oh. Okay. Whoa. I like... We'll go with Sarah's. Time. Yeah, let's, let's go with Sarah's. That's fine. Um... Because it's early morning, it's, you guys woke up at 7.30, really early to go. Um, it's still fairly quiet on the streets. Um, you see the only people who are out are um, people who are setting up their, like, their shops or getting set up for single morning, but there's very few still people on the streets. And it's, it's beginning to feel a little weird to you guys because it's actually a very big city, and the fact that there's nobody around it makes it very unsettling. Um it is uh, a brisk jaunt there with your three wolves um, on the way to the docks. <laughs> um, and you are most of the way there. Um, like, you can see where you came in from the teleportation circle, like, in the distance. You're almost there when um, another of those groups of militiamen uh, stop you. Ugh. And um, I'm just going to bring out these same guys who were here before. Okay. Um, is it the same guys or is it different boys? Different guys. Um, well, would I you don't... say it'd be easy to mistake them for the same boys? <laughs> it probably <laughs> would be, actually. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and... Well, why don't you um, roll me a perception check? Oh, good. Yeah. Um, Twelve. You don't think they're the same boys, but you're you, you can't be one hundred percent sure. Um, oh no, I don't want that guy. You guys are turn the corner. You can see the docks in the distance. You're almost there, and this group of um, humans calls out to you, "Hey, uh, uh, ladies!" Um, <laughs> and uh, they actually start to move <laughs> to put themselves in your path directly. Ladies oh. and equal number of wolves. <laughs> 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 yes. Ladies and Wolvelmen. <laughs> uh, Lydia will step forward and say, can I help you, sirs? Uh, and he actually um, is looking at the dogs, the, the three wolves, and he's like, what are, what are those doing in town? What are you, this uh, is my they're... emotional support dire wolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, roll me a persuasion check there. Is it better? <laughs> 21. <laughs> Dang, girl. All right. Dang, well, girl. Let's... I think the 21 means that Lydia did not laugh like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe inside. Inside. Right? Um, <laughs> he looks taken aback, and he's like, do you have a permit to have wild animals in the city? Wild? Did you just call Jeremy wild? <laughs> These are the tamest of boys. How dare you? <laughs> and actually, when, when you say that, the direwolf um, sits down. And sitting down, his head is like on level with yours. Um, Look at my good boy. And he he very dramatically like lets his tongue loll out and just starts panting. And like, <laughs> get this, like, he like does this like dopey looking expression in his face. 
Jeremy and his pups are here to help us get on the train because I am very afraid of trains. Incredibly so. <laughs> I am shaking at the thought of it. I'm just going to watch this roll out. I'm just, I'm amused, but I'm not going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see if my knight believes you. He probably does. That was really extreme. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, um, he looks, he, 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 he steps back actually at this, at this tirade. He's like, oh, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. You're, I forgive me for, um, insinuating that you would keep a wild animal. Um, of course I for, forgive me. Um, do you need help getting to the train? I can let it pass. <laughs> I believe my friends and I can make it on our own after I calm down after the thought of the train, but thank you very much, sir. And uh, he sort of um, pushes his guys back to let room for you guys to roll on through. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> and as, I love Isabella. As, so much. Um, as, they're pa- as you guys are passing them, the two archers with them are like nervously like f- fidgeting with their bows because the dire wolf is huge. And um, Jeremy is a good boy. There is no need to be afraid. And uh, then they they just watch. They're like they're freaked out by this whole experience, <laughs> and they let you go. Um, and then, not even when you guys are out of earshot, the four of them like have a, a little huddle there. Like, what was that? What? What? And then, and then they work for the Red Cross. You see their armbands? I don't understand. <laughs> um, but then you can get to the docks with no problem. Good job, guys. <laughs> That's good. I think that is our our gambit moving forward. The, like, I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> uh, this, is the group, this is the group that would do that. Yeah, yeah, uh, very much so. Fantastic. Isabetta is the manager. <laughs> She's calling corporate. <laughs> Uh, get some free gift cards out of that. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, fantastic. So the um, the train um, station departure area is sort of on the um, far end, the far circle of the uh, harbor to keep it out of the way for um, actual ships to come and go. And um, there is already a train there um but it looks like it's just it's probably the nine o'clock train you're after it's just there people are already boarding it um have i shown you the trains yet uh, i don't think you have uh know. no i think you did uh briefly you kind of give us a rough idea as to what they would be like okay well i'm going to show you this is the picture i found for the trains so oh uh, they're fancy. very fancy um None of you are real sure exactly how they work. It's somewhere between um, actual uh, mechanical parts and some sort of enchantment on them as well. Um, it's not necessarily a trade secret, but you really have to go to school to want to be a magic train technician to understand exactly how they work. Oh, I want to be a magic train technician. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, when your character dies, you come back as a train technician. There is a 
ticketing office there um, that you can uh, go to. But again, all the three of you all have um, passes because you're from Venice. You're, and citizens are allowed uh, free travel on the trains. Um, I will inquire about um, their rules and regulations on... Okay. Um, the young woman, uh, who is a, a gnome, who is working the ticket desk, uh, when sees your three giant creatures and says, Well, um, it's a little unusual. Did you want them to sit with you, or did you want to put them in storage? Um... This is a Livy question. What are we going to do when our boy turns back into a human? I'm working on that one. Uh, <laughs> I am gonna... Do they have like drawing rooms? Yes, I was going like... to inquire about drawing rooms and how many people they think can fit in a drawing room. Let me look at that here. Um... And I will inform her if it's too much of an effort or if need be, we <laughs> can purchase additional passes for our um, traveling companion creatures puppies yeah you know what i didn't do is figure out how much it costs to ride the train so i'm gonna have to do that real quick um yes this train does have um individual um like private booths basically Mm -hmm. there's there's two cars that are just um open um seats but there is one car she says that you can you can purchase um a private room uh, for yourselves and your companions, if you want. And let me find out how much that's going to be. Just a second. Because I didn't think about this. Will the society not cover it? They will. Do you want to tell her that you're part of the society? Uh, no, but I, I figure I can write down... I can basically... Like, Lydia will write... Uh, will pay like and will write in her in her report. yeah she'll keep an expense report sure that's definitely doable uh, so like i won't actually delete the gold <laughs> i'll just at the end i will turn in my expense report and get it back okay um so it doesn't matter too much <laughs> one second sorry just oh i did that is what i wanted thank you uh mm-hmm Okay. Um, normally, this pa- this um, route that you're going to be on mm-hmm. it would be um, twenty gold. Okay. Per person, um, she actually has to go consult a um, like a manual. Basically, she gets the little girl, mm-hmm. the gnome gets up. She runs off. She comes back. She's got this big like like a binder, basically, of rules. <laughs> and she starts flipping through. And she's like, "Well, I guess this is." Um, hmm. well, if you want to, hmm, hmm, okay, well, we can rent, there, there is a room available, one of the, one of the drawing rooms, and it would be, um, 30 gold for all of you and your dogs to be there, if that's okay. <laughs> what if it's not yeah, okay? That's, <laughs> that's, that's completely fine, and I'll turn over, I'll turn over the 30 gold. Okay. Thank you so much for your help. Of course, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can go ahead and get on the train now. Uh, this, there's there there might be snacks later. I don't know if this route has snacks. Um, oh, I hope there are snacks. Oh yeah, snacks would be really good. Um, before we get on, I will uh, also ask: uh, Will we expect any trouble from the uh, recent developments in this area, or is it a straight shot? 
she her eyes get like super huge. She's like, oh no, no trouble. They mm, they wouldn't dare mess with the the Serene Republic. They, that would be foolish of the of the militia to do that. So well, no. they are fools. <laughs> and, and she uh, <laughs> well yeah I guess. But I can't say anything about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, uh, is there anything else you guys want to do before you get on the train? Nope. I'm happy. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy. Cool beans. Yeah. Then um, you guys hop on the train. Oh, dear. Oh, dear? Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing. Somebody just moved around a lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And um, wait then for it to take off. It's in another hour or so before it's going to get ready to go. Uh, Good thing uh, we got here early enough to get one of those carts. Yes. Um, and it does start to fill up. You guys are in. Um, we're not going to do an adventure on the train today, so I don't need to show you the map. But <laughs> I have a map. Um, the, the big dog um, settles in against... Uh, like it it's a little crowded with um yeah the three wolves and the three of you um but the the big wolf tries to make himself as small as possible and sort of uh oh, tucked up against the corner <laughs> and uh he will if you let him put his big old head on your lap there yeah <laughs> <laughs> love dogs um and he, the thing with direwolves is that they're they're bigger than normal, and they have weird, like occasionally bony protrusions that poke out from mm-hmm. their fur. They're they're not the prettiest of creatures. Do they like getting their bony protrusion protrusions pat? <laughs> you can give it a whirl. It seems like he probably doesn't hate it. I'm gonna give it a pat. All right. Um. Then the uh, when the time comes. Nine o'clock, there's a, a final call. There's no um, horn or anything, but it, it does. There's a, a chime that echoes through the whole train, and then it starts to move um, slowly at first, but it picks up speed very quickly once it's away from the dock. Uh, you've all ridden on the trains before. They're very smooth, very, um, it's very comfortable. You're really not sure if you think about it how Venice is making any money off these trains, but they use them all the time, so something has to be working well. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, and I, I mean, would be uh, making sure that I sit at the drawing door. Okay. So that if anybody does come in um, or tries to <laughs> mess with us, I'm there. Okay. No problem. Um, Isabetta's playing with the dog. Um, oh, Nikki, I have to make you aware that Isabetta needs to get a dire wolf now. It's <laughs> truly a necessity. All uh, right, well, we'll see how that works out later. No problem. <laughs> I'll just make a note of that on my notebook real quick. Isabetta wants a dire wolf. <laughs> no problem. That will have no repercussions at all. <laughs> Lydia, as the time as as the hours stretch on there in the morning, 
um, you kind of find yourself at one point almost dozing off a little bit. Okay. And uh, as you do, it, it you feel yourself go into this sort of dream state, and you feel like you're actually someplace else. The air around you becomes like thick with this um, funerary incense, and that's covered up sort of a rotten smell and um, you find yourself sitting or standing really before um, this short dais that you've been before in real life Mm -hmm. there's um, Grand Prince Ivan Shapovalovich is there and he sits on a throne of skulls on top of his dais and he looks like because he's a lich, he looks like he's basically just a set of gray leather mm-hmm. uh, being worn by a skeleton. He is <laughs> very old and he's not pleasant. Um, okay. But he's got over top of that, he's got, he's wearing this heavy black coat um, with lots of silver embroidery all over it. And he's um, looking at you there and he has a, saucer one hand that looks like it's probably you think the top of a skull that he's been has been cut off and turned into a goblet of some kind cool and i bow (laughs) uh he looks down at you from his dais and he says ah there you are lydia temerovna it's been a while i i can sense you're not where i thought you were what, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I am working. Currently I'm on a train transporting a uh, French prince to safety. Ah, ah, oh. I had her rumors of upheaval in, in the elf lands. What, what has happened? Uh, it seems like the common folk have just risen up against their various overstepping um, and slaughtered most of the nobility. Oh, that is <laughs> troublesome. I'm so sorry. You are supposed to read this about this a is... serious moment. Such a serious moment and you're like random dick pic in the background. Thanks. <laughs> Well, it's, it's basically you got a phone call from your boss there, and, um, yeah. your actual boss. Uh, it's Carry okay. On. Carry on. Mm. <laughs> well, do you think that they pose a challenge to to us? I would say certainly not. Uh, it's possible that the idea could spread uh, of this revolution against the nobility, but... I don't think so. The, these people are just peons who are mad at their rulers. Oh, very well. Mm. All right. Thank you, Lydia Temerovna, for, for telling me. I bow again. Well, I suppose I should release you. And then he waves his hand and the image <laughs> is gone and you're back in the train again. But you still have the kind of the, the smell of his throne room like lingers in your nose a little bit. Okay. Um, and coming back to the smell of 
dog is actually much more pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I come back and I'm sort of like, <clears throat> so did we ever find out if there are going to be snacks? <laughs> um, yeah, what is our snack situation, uh, Nikki? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very important we get our snickety snooks. That's our very true. Snacks. They come around um, after probably about halfway through, so it's about mm-hmm. uh, lunchtime or so, about 12. They come through with um, tea and uh, cookies, basically. Um, they're like shortbread cookies. Um, this it, Lorna Dunes. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> they taste fine. They're... Um, uh, the gnome that comes through with the with the cart, little push cart with tea and cookies, um, does tell you, "I'm very sorry, this train is not equipped with a full kitchen, so we cannot offer you an actual meal. But please enjoy this brief uh, respite, and we should be coming into Carthage later this afternoon." Um, I'm sliding the dire wolf a cookie. That's fine. It's, <laughs> it, it, he'll eat it. Um, he'll also try to drink your tea if you let him. Uh, uh, Isabetta is going to have however much tea she wants, and then the dog gets the tea. Sharing drinks with dogs is weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, if they bring us like a pot of tea, mm-hmm. I'll pour I'll pour him a saucer of tea. Sure. Yeah, he'll... His mouth opens and we take the pot of tea and we just <laughs> tip it in. <laughs> um, and it's shortly after that is when um, Avelios's wild shape will fail. Um, and he'll return to being a uh, young elf prince uh, just in time to steal the rest of the cookies. Um, I like to think that his uh, wild magic ends while we're pouring tea into his mouth. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's uh, ah. <laughs> he does actually let it let it go as soon as the um, gnome. Uh, I'm blanking on the word like steward is stewardess, per- yeah, person. Um, flight I was attendant. Say flight attendant. Yeah, tr- that's not <laughs> train attendant. I guess. As soon as yeah. they leave, um, he'll go ahead and drop his wild shape. And um, as he's stuffing a cookie in his mouth, he says, "I, oh, I'm so hungry. It's uh, it's been, oh, this is terrible." And then uh, he sort of last time you ate. He thinks he's like, "Oh, day before yesterday, maybe." I don't know. Oh, three or four days, maybe five okay. now. So he he did he was able to procure food on his own. Is yes, basically what I'm gauging here. Yes, um, but he looks a little sulky when he turns back to the normal self and kind of pulls himself off into a corner and just eats whatever cookies are left. Um, <laughs> Reminds me of my brother. <laughs> and then. Um, after the six hours pass, you guys, so it's mid-afternoon, the train begins to slow down, and you arrive at the train station in Carthage. Um, so, Nikki, just just more of a lore bit information mm-hmm. gathering for me. 
So the people basically rebelled because they were unhappy with, obviously, the nobility. What about the nobility made them unhappy? What was it that made them... Uh, they had become um, overly decadent, and they were... Um, the um, wealth disparity had gotten very high. There was a lot of uh, poverty amongst the country, but the nobles still were living a high life. Um, um. So, uh, Kishori would, um, ask the, uh, Elven Prince what were his plans after he took over or got into Carthage. Um, I don't know. I, I hope that my, um, my fiance will be there and that we can, um, go back to her family. I don't, I don't think I want to go home anymore if my family's not there. I don't know. Uh, gosh. This is... I hadn't thought about it, really. It's terrible. Uh, It is terrible to lose all your family, but I think you also need to understand why your people rebelled and maybe see if that's something that you can't help with. People don't rebel because they're bored. They rebel because (laughs) they're mad. Well, that's fair. That's fair. My my older brothers were were not very nice people and and so i i guess they probably deserved it but i don't know that seems uh i'm not sure okay well just know that your money can go a lot for some people who don't have a lot and he sort of does this like gesture where he just at himself he's like i don't have anything anymore you're looking at all i have and you have a, a fiance for you in Carthage, so it's true. I hope I hope her family will be able to protect me. Oh, but no, that's all Kishori will say to him. She sure, she won't completely trump on the moment where he hasn't really he hasn't seemed to properly mourn his family, and so she's not going to ruin that for him. But mm-hmm. she's also going to take the opportunity to remind him that, you know, he can do something to help improve the lives of the people that he, you know, is surrounded by. And he'll think on that. Um, he is, um, you guys know, he was the youngest member of the family and he only managed to escape the calling because he was not at home. Yeah. Um, when you guys get um, to Carthage and, and you guys start to, do you wait until the train clears out? Do you try to get off early? Um, we'll wait till the train clears. Okay. <coughs> when you um, come out from the train into the station area, um, and much like in Massalia, the train here is on the coast um, by the harbor. It's easier to load and offload that it there than deeper in the city. Um, waiting uh, on the platform that's what i'm looking for there is um the duke is there rundar um and there is another person with him who is this at first glance looks like an elf but then you realize quickly that it's it's not he's this tall skinny um sort of withered looking creature uh yellowish skin long uh black hair he does have pointed ears like an elf but you realize quickly that he's not. Um, and it takes you just a second to recognize him as being one of the Githyanki. Um, and 
as soon as you guys are on the platform, um, Avelios uh, sort of like excitedly claps his hands and then runs over to them and um, embraces the gif. Um, and then uh, Rundar takes his hand and starts like doing the gentle, oh, it's so good to see you. I'm so glad you're safe sort of thing with him. Um, <laughs> and Isabetta, you recognize the gif. Um, you know exactly who he is. He is the lord of the Githyanki. His name is Aneko Aritza, and you know him. I know him? You know him from before. Before? Uh-huh. Oh, dear. <laughs> I love the vagueness. <laughs> the the gif sort of, and he's wearing, like, uh, very nice clothes. He looks, he's, he looks very regal. Um, you guys, uh, he comes over, actually, he, he sort of pulls himself out of the embrace of the boy and comes over and, and bows slightly to you and says, oh, thank you, um, ladies, for retrieving um, my godson. Um, uh, he's the last member of the family. We were very close. Um, and he, he bows a second time and says, I am uh, Aneka Waritza. I am the uh, Lord of the Githyanki. Um, I will make sure that you are very well compensated for this. It's it's very good that you were able to get the boy out before something terrible happened to him. And then he actually stops and looks at Isabetta and like his his <laughs> eyes narrow and he says, Oh, Isabetta, that's a surprise. Hello. And then he kind of. How tur- are you? <laughs> he turns and he looks over his shoulder at Rundar, who just kind of gives him this like like this look passes between them, and he nods mm-hmm. his head a little bit and says, "Yes, thank you for your help, all of you. Mm-hmm. Come, I have we have a carriage waiting. We'll go um, to the, the residence that Rundar has here, and um, you can rest and recover, and then we will." Uh, see that you're properly compensated and um he turns and he actually very grandly offers his elbow to lydia who is the only other person probably he thinks is of his station and okay i will totally take him up on that he doesn't think isabetta is of his station (laughs) nope (laughs) and um he as um as they escort you out of the train station away uh, to where there is a, a carriage waiting outside. Um, Aneko makes very pleasant small talk with you, Lydia, about nothing. The weather, he <laughs> comments He comments on the nice tailoring of your clothes, how much he likes your hat. Um, he's just a very <laughs> pleasant gentleman. Okay, I'll fall in and do the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. We'll have a lovely discussion of absolutely nothing yes you know exactly how to do that and it's um the other two of you following along behind them can hear them talking and they're like they're talking about nothing but they look they're having a great time um there's some laughter uh and echo pats her hand at one point uh it's it's very strange isabetta is just so thin-lipped right now but she's not gonna (laughs) say a word (laughs) kishori will uh offer her arm to uh Isabetta, like, is this what you wanted? Like, she will take it. 
She will take the arm. <laughs> she won't nice. say anything, but she'll um she'll escort Isabella just to make <laughs> her feel a little bit better. Um, okay, and then they the dogs sort of bound after you guys. It's a really weird procession. Oh, good boy. <laughs> um, but they do. They have a carriage they're waiting, and a second wagon is brought up for the dogs to jump into. The wolves, the dogs, the wolves. Um, <laughs> those those good good boys, and they um, take you through. Uh, the city um, up a little hill is where there is a um, smaller uh, manor house, basically, um, uh-huh. which uh, is basically the the Duke's residence when he's here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take you all inside. You guys can have baths if you want. Um, it's a lovely house. They give you a huge dinner, um, and I don't really have anything else to do right now. So, <laughs> do you guys have any um, anything you want to talk to them about, or? Uh... I would like to ask Velios where he procured a dire wolf. Oh, um, sure. Over dinner, if you ask him that, Velios says, "Well, I." Uh, went to the Feywild uh-huh. briefly um, as part of my initiation, and uh-huh. when I uh, was there, I found him as a puppy, and I brought him oh. home and raised him. Um, they're not very common anymore. Uh, Is- Isabetta's just writing down where she got the dire wolf. She's probably going to take some PTO off of work. <laughs> to go <laughs> to get her own. <laughs> To go and find a dire wolf, just pause all of her plans for a second. Yeah, that's fair. You can do that. Um, <laughs> he said, I don't know if you can, I mean, you you could get lost there, though. You might not come I back. I have my ways. Very well. Okay, well, you, you can, um, I, I don't know, maybe you'll find someone somewhere else. Maybe you'll find a cat. Is it cats? Dire cats? Are there dire cats? Very good question, my friend. <laughs> well, there's there's like like tigers and and lions and things. I will consider that as well. Thank you. <laughs> if we're going to continue working together, I think that a tiger is much more our aesthetic. <laughs> Keep it in mind. <laughs> but the dire wolf has the cool bones coming out the back. <laughs> well, if you if a dire wolf has the cool bones, think about what a dire cat would have. Or a dire tiger would have, I guess. Oh god, a dire. Are there dire tigers? Hu- there are. They would be fucking huge, guys. With giant Ooh. fucking gigantic. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh man, um, riding the battle. Sabetta's di- writing down a list of dire animals she would consider. Dire tigers. Uh, dire rats are kind of small. That's not really very impressive. <sighs> a uh, rat is far beneath Sabetta. Please. <laughs> sure, you're right. You're right. Uh, dire lion, dire bear. Um, yeah, there's lots of dire animals out there. You just have to go looking for them. Yeah. <laughs> that is taken into due consideration, and she thanks Avelios for his counseling on the subject of dire animals. Um, and there during dinner, actually, there's a bit of a commotion as, um, a young lady is brought in. Um, also elven, but she's dark. 
She's one of the wild elves from the south. And she and um, Avelios have a like a, a brief tearful reunion. And then she gets settled in at the, at the table next to him. And they sort of like put their heads together and they're whisper talking to each other. Um, and it's uh, an echo there who's, who's on... The, Still being very polite and talking about nothing with Lydia says, "Ah, that's that's his fiance Vanthi. It's good that she could be here. I'm glad. I'm glad she was able to make it." He's not even talking to us over dinner. Uh, Avelios. Well, uh huh. Oh. oh no, not Avelios. Uh, an echo. Or... An echo. Uh, was it an echo? Yeah, that's right. He does. He's um, he's talking to all mm-hmm. of you. I would assume that we would both be politely talking with everyone, Um, but it probably also is like really obvious that we're most comfortable talking to each other because we're doing this like noble run around, say a lot of (coughs) words without saying anything. (laughs) And um, looking at him, Kishori, as as you spend the afternoon with Aneko, you Mm -hmm get the impression he's actually a very skilled warrior. There's just a particular mm. way he holds himself and how he moves that you're like, oh, that man is a lethal death machine. Okay. <laughs> um, I will notate that, but I won't really say anything to anybody about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys have a pleasant evening. Um, and in the morning, um, next time we play, I will have a new job for you Yay. i actually have a question sure for an echo the like do we have like a a history yes okay you know him be- do you want me to tell you why you know him I mean, uh, do you want to wait till we're like not listening or maybe <laughs> your, i keep your isabetta we- secrets to isabetta yeah, well, we Isabetta's take... secrets for herself. <laughs> I mean, saying we is ridiculous because Sarah's going to edit, but I could take That's my headphones fair. off for a while if you want. Well, no, because I know you guys aren't going to, like, make your characters know the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, Isabetta, you know yes. that Aneko is immortal. You're not really sure oh. how, but he is definitely was definitely part of uh da vinci's circle Ugh. so you know <laughs> that he knows who you are the da Vinci circle. Okay. oh cool that's so All secret right. don't worry about it <laughs> i'm not worried hey, don't about worry it. about it <laughs> i'm super excited that you're actually from the past oh dang it <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he makes a couple subtle jokes to you, um, Isabetta throughout the course of the dinner, referencing some very interesting books that he's read, um, and a particular library. Mm. Um, they sound like nothing to everybody else, but like, it's probably so tight lipped and just pallid almost not like she's scared but in that she's white with so rage. mad yeah at his presence <laughs> and he's he's incredibly pleasant he's very nice the jokes that he's making don't make sense to the rest of you but it's hilarious to watch Isabel get more and more angry as the dinner goes on <laughs> it's it is probably the funniest thing you've ever seen is how mad she is <laughs> of his totally innocuous conversations 
She's just, whatever she, he's making a joke about, she's gonna be like, I do not understand that reference. <laughs> and then he just smiles into his wine and goes back to um, talking about pleasant nothings with uh, Lydia. <clears throat> she will destroy him. <laughs> One day. <laughs> so. Um, is there like a, sorry, is there like a court? Or uh, like a practice yard or something. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. um. So I just ask because Kashori will um once dinner starts getting those awkward tension, she will uh, politely excuse herself and go find the courtyard to practice or do her do some forms. Do some forms. She like goes okay. through a routine in the morning and a routine through the night. So this is like her cool down sure. for the day routine. There is a um, very pleasant garden courtyard area in the behind the house um, that as big wide open space there's no training dummies but there's plenty of space for you to, to do any practice and stuff that you want to out there in the morning I would definitely spar with you if you wanted oh absolutely <laughs> I think that would be part of our thing like once we kind of started yeah. realizing that we practice each morning at the same time that we would definitely spar together cool awesome that's great um, in the morning, if you guys do that, Aneka will actually come down and, um, he doesn't immediately offer to fight with you guys, but he does watch and you can see he's got this look of, um, consideration for you guys <laughs> while he's just seeing how you fight and all of that. But, um, otherwise he just sort of sits there and drinks tea and, uh, watches you guys. So... Um, okay, I think anything else you guys want to talk about? It's going to be a short episode, but I ran out of stuff to do, so sorry. Yeah, it's okay. No, that's okay. Um, then um, we'll go ahead and stop here. You guys are at the Manor House of the Duke, and um, we'll pick up next time. Yay! Yay! Cool. Thank you for listening to Roll Like a Girl. To get in touch with us, the best place is on Twitter at Roll Like a Girl or by joining our Discord server. If you enjoy our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Or if you want to support us but can't swing a monthly payment, which is understandable, we have a merch store. Links for everything I just mentioned are in the show notes. We hope to see you again next week for more shenanigans.